You are listening to Mindfully Well with Mel, episode number one. Hey friends, welcome to Mindfully Well with Mel. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I'm a registered nurse, certified functional nutritionist, and life coach who empowers busy women to attain the life they love and to feel well inside and out. This podcast dives deep into the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of what it looks like to live mindfully well. So let's get started. I waited and waited for the right time to start my podcast. And here's what I discovered. There is no right time. There is no wrong time. The time is the one I decided on and produced a podcast. That's it. All the drama I had in the past years about not having time, about tech, about another thing I had to think about or prioritize had nothing to do with just doing it and everything to do with my own doubts about making a perfect podcast. The perfect podcast. It sounds great, right? Totally unreasonable, but to me, it was keeping me safe. It was keeping me from putting myself out there in another form to be judged, questioned, and to fail in front of others, more so than just social media. So I was waiting for the perfect time. Just like you, right? Always waiting for the perfect time. Waiting for a Monday, waiting for the first of the month. Or of course, January 1 or 2, depending on your New Year's Eve plans. So this is today's episode, waiting for the right time. If you are waiting for the right time, you'll be waiting forever. So let's talk about perfectionistic tendencies and how they show up, because this is the main reason why you aren't starting. A perfectionistic tendency is relying on being perfect before you can begin. Unlike this episode, which I actually have recorded twice now, hopefully this is the last time, it's saying things like, I'll start again when everything is perfect. I want to ensure I can work out five days a week, and I want to make sure I can make every meal at home. And obviously, I can't do this during football season. But when football's over, and when the holidays are over, then I'll do it. Then it will be the perfect time. You have an unrealistic fantasy of what perfection looks like. So even when you do start on a Monday or when football is over or when the holidays are over, you will still be living a human experience and it will be highly imperfect. And you'll think you failed when really you're just doing it and you're doing it right even when it doesn't feel that way. How long have you lived in tomorrow thinking? Because it doesn't require a Monday. It doesn't require a new year. You can start on Tuesday in November. And if you're a perfectionist, this sounds like nails on a chalkboard. But I'm going to ask you, how well has your Monday on a January 1 really worked out for you? Perfectionism is just a fantasy. It's made up. We can't prove perfectionism anywhere, and so you hold yourself to an unreasonable expectation, and then you fail. Because, duh, you've created rules for yourself that are really difficult to follow, 
when you're living a human life. And so I want you to remember that tomorrow, it's a fantasy. Tomorrow is perfectionism. And today is reality. All you have to do is make your next best decision. Like, what if you just started with your next meal? What if you walked at lunch today? And then what if you did that again two days later? A perfectionist mindset would say, no, I definitely need to do that again tomorrow. I can't possibly skip a day. When skipping a day is actually just part of the evolution. And it's learning how to integrate it and to create those consistent habits. There will never be a tomorrow that doesn't involve a human experience. There will never be a tomorrow without failure. Because failure is where the evolution happens. It's the magic of the process. But often you hold yourself to a standard of not failing, expecting that you'll create a better result. But that's just not true. Because failure will get you to where you want to go. You just have to be okay with failure. Another form of perfectionism is the perfect time and not having the right amount of time. Often I hear, I'm too busy. And here's the thing about time. You'll never have enough of it, especially if you keep telling yourself that. Your thoughts about time will be clearly displayed in your life. If you're always walking around thinking, I don't have enough time, you won't have enough time. It's all a thought. But even though you are a busy woman, and trust me, I know this about you. I know you are busy and I am empathetic with that. I consider myself a busy person too, but being busy is different than not having time because you have time. It's yours, but we like to make other things and other people The reason as to why now isn't the time, right? Work is really busy. My kids are in a million different activities. My husband's gone a lot with his work schedule. And so now's not the time. But here's the thing. The circumstances in your life are not an excuse to not be healthy. I'm going to say that again. The circumstances in your life are not an excuse to not be healthy. Here are some great scenarios as to when we say, I don't have time, but actually you do have time. Saying, I don't have time, so I'm going to put a frozen pizza in the oven. A frozen pizza takes about 20 minutes to bake. So does a chicken breast. A lean cuisine takes about seven minutes to heat in the microwave. So does a sweet potato. Most people spend 147 minutes on social media per day. But I know that my listeners aren't even close to this. So I'll assume that you're less than half of this. So that's about an hour. And only a 10-minute walk will reduce your blood sugar by 12% after a meal. And that can change the trajectory of your life. 12%, that's huge. That's like taking your blood sugar from 120 to 120. Five, I didn't want to do math on this podcast, but here we are, somewhere around there. In your lifespan, that amount of sugar in your blood consistently day after day, it will make a difference. A 10-minute walk after lunch will make a difference versus spending about an hour on social media maybe doesn't make a difference. Here's another shocker. Most Americans spend 40 minutes per day thinking about what to eat. 40 minutes. 
And here's the thing that I have all of my clients do when they're working, working with me is I have you sit down and plan your meals before you start eating for the day or the night before. So it's a conscious thing that we focus on that you always decide what you're eating before you eat. This is a focus on subconscious versus conscious food eating planning. So I will talk more about this in future uh, podcasts. But that process takes about 10 minutes. This is something you can easily do from this podcast. You don't even have to know exactly what to be eating. If you just think about what you're eating before you become hungry and become reactive, you'll naturally choose a better choice. So sitting down and plan your foods before you start eating takes about 10 minutes. If you're thinking about breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, it's done. You don't have to waste any more time in redecision. And so oftentimes we think about, oh, I'll have, you know, this really healthy salad for lunch. And then it gets close to lunchtime and we start to redecide and question our decision because it just doesn't sound very good, right? Um, something else smells really good. Someone brought Taco John's in, things like that. And you'll try to redecide, and that is another time sucker. So when we get into the habit of planning your foods ahead of time and sticking with that plan, you're no longer redeciding and wasting time. And so what if your health journey could actually save you time? What if you don't actually have more time to spare being unhealthy? The best time to lose weight or become healthier is when things are hard and when you think you don't have time. It is the holidays. It is the summertime. Because those thoughts of, I can't possibly become healthier during the holidays when there's vanilla almond bark everywhere. And in the summertime, I obviously cannot become healthy or lose weight because then I would have to give up s'mores and patio drinks. And I just don't know that I could do that. So when you keep saying you're too busy, you're not even thinking about what you could do. You're limiting yourself. Because let's look at the fact here. When you say you're too busy, you're declaring that to be a fact. But what I would like to question is, is it possible to be busy and be healthy? You would probably say, yeah, because you know there are people out there who are very busy and very healthy. And when you say, I don't have time, you can also question that thought as to where do you have time to make a 1% better decision or 2% or 3% or just a little bit better than yesterday? What can you do? Don't limit yourself by your thoughts of I'm too busy. I don't have time. Ask yourself, why is this the perfect time to start? Because there's never going to be a perfect time, ever. It will never arrive. It will never happen. There will be a time when you're willing. There will be a time when you're fed up with your own crap. There will be a time when you're faced with a decision to move forward or keep taking steps backward. You'll often say, it'll be too hard, but that's just a thought. And often you'll say, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know how I would incorporate another thing. But wouldn't it be much better to experience overwhelm while being healthy? Or even better, wouldn't it even be more perfect to learn how to handle your overwhelm and discover why it's there in the first place? So ask yourself, what makes this time in my life uniquely suited to just go for it? How could going for it make this time in my life easier and not harder? How could this pay off exponentially for my future? And finally, the reason you might never start 
is because of integrity. And this isn't a moral integrity. I know you're a good person, but I also know that you don't trust yourself. And it's because of the reasons I listed earlier. You hold yourself to an unreasonable standard and aren't able to uphold it. But the key here is unreasonable. And unreasonable comes from perfectionism and self-criticism. Integrity here doesn't have anything to do with not being good enough. And it has everything to do with doing what you say you'll do. So here's what I want you to do this week. Start small. Do something. Go for one walk. Cook one meal at home. Drink more water than you did yesterday. And here's the thing about starting small. You're not going to want to do this. Your brain will say, it's not enough. It won't matter. What's the point? You have more important things to do. And then you will remind yourself that this is where your integrity begins. You're going to miss idealizing perfectionism. Because it feels so good to dream and not hold yourself to the work. But this is how you become the person you want to be. And this is how you create the life that you want. If you are looking for a coach, I am enrolling in one-on-one coaching. You can sign up for a consultation through the show notes or head to my website, www.melissaikecoaching.com and find a time that works for you. I love to talk to you during your consultation and see where your possibilities lie. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindfully Well with Mel. If you're ready to take practical steps to live a more mindful and healthy life, I encourage you to follow along on Instagram. You can find me at Melissa underscore Ike, where I share tips to help women just like you become healthier, lose unwanted weight, and feel well without the extremes and overwhelm. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review on iTunes, which helps me to continue to create content you love. Finally, please note that the material in this episode is for educational purposes only and is not intended as a replacement for medical advice. Thanks for listening.